Hi, Money Makers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, <laughs> share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode. So on today's episode, we're delving into the crucial topic of saving habits and the profound impact on American household or generally all our households. So let's dive right in. Saving habits are often overlooked, but play a significant role in our financial well-being as individuals. So Joshua, what are the common saving habits that you've observed and what effect does that have on people? Yes, that's a great question. So one thing I've noticed is how people grow up plays a very major role mm-hmm. in their relationship with money, especially when it comes to savings. Mm-hmm. So I'll just two examples. There are some people I have met where it's like once they pay for other essentials, like rent, maybe gas, maybe their insurance, they just save everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's the mindset they're working with. And yeah. there's some people where it's kind of like flipped. They must buy everything they want to buy. Yeah. And spend what they want to spend. And if there's anything left, <laughs> that is what they save. Mm-hmm. So I think the culture and how you grow up with money, your relationship with money, and mm-hmm. I know family has a lot to do with this, plays a role in how people view savings. But one of the other common practices that I know that helps is having some type of automatic withdrawal to a savings account. So there's some people where every month, maybe every 15th of the month or every last day of the month, maybe every first of the month, a particular amount will go out from their current account and go straight to the savings account. Some people like maybe 5% or whatever they earn, 10%. It varies depending on how much the person is earning and what their goal is. And they'll automatically just put that money away in their savings account. And they do this you know, from month to month, then three years. And what is interesting is that if you can remain consistent, yeah. And you'd be surprised at how much you can save, especially for an emergency fund, because we live, look at what happened with the pandemic. A lot yeah. of people love jobs. So it is very, very important to have an emergency fund that you can dip into just in case there's an unforeseen circumstances that affect your source of income. That's true. I think in, in alignment to um, the kind of family that you grew up in or the environment in general surrounding money or the culture too, I think one of the most common habits in the lack of consistent savings, at least here in America, is that either people struggle to put aside you know, money towards your savings due to living paycheck to paycheck, or simply put, like you said, they're just not prioritizing savings. And another thing is that I believe that there's uh, an additional reliance to credit rather than building up a cushy savings or an emergency fund. And that's because of the ease to access. In other countries like, you know, Nigeria, for example, you don't have that access to savings. So if you're not having that cash with you, you're not able to spend anything. So I think those are some of the culture effects of, you know, a high credit environment where it's actually encouraged to have credit to build uh, your borrowing capacity, basically. So while all of this is concerning, how does the lack of saving impact a household? I think whenever you see a family that does not have at least a decent emergency fund mm-hmm. when it comes to saving, it is expected that they will have financial anxiety. Sure. Because back of their mind, they kind of know that, man, you know, if anything happens, 
they're going to find themselves in a lot of financial trouble because they have not built yeah. that back as savings. And I know a lot of experts, they will recommend that you either save 15% of your income, obviously, after you've paid for your taxes, your insurance, your 401k, 401k contribution, things like that. You know, about 15% of whatever is left should go to some kind of savings with a goal of having six months, six months to nine months of all your bills set aside just in case, you know, you lose your job or something. So whenever you see a family that does not have a lot of savings, that is what thing you'll see. And a lot of them will now tend to rely on either some kind of borrowing yeah. or credit cards because they know that, okay, if anything bad happens, they can rely on their credit cards to pay yeah. for their bills. I would know how that story goes. Yeah, definitely. Right? The APR for credit cards is almost 30%, which is just mm -hmm. ridiculous. Like the interest paid can literally cripple people financially. So that's why it's advisable not to have some kind of emergency fund. Definitely. I feel especially in this current economic situation that presents a big challenge. And on one hand, you're having stagnant wages, rising inflation and high cost of living in a lot of areas. It makes it very difficult for individuals to even save. But I definitely think that it is essential to prioritize savings as a non-negotiable part of your budget. So I think when people are creating their budget to implement savings, like you had said earlier in the episode where people do just the automatic withdrawals to their account after they have factored in, you know, maybe even if it's 50% of their total take-home salary to ensure that that amount is removed every month and put towards a high yield savings account. Because in the previous episode, we've talked about, you know, people not saving appropriately and just leaving it in just a regular savings account. You want to put your money in a high yield savings account at at the worst, right? Because you want your money to be working for you. Building up that emergency fund is very, very important, mainly because you don't want to be in a situation where you are heavily in debt and then unfortunately some people will have to file for bankruptcy. But other than that, what other steps do you think people need to take in order to mitigate any economic challenges as we're seeing the way our economy is going there's a lot of uncertainty especially with the layoffs the economic climate and everything going on yes so incorporating savings to the question you just asked there are two school of thoughts when it comes to savings that i hear about a lot with the first school of thought they will tell you that what people are earning are not even enough they can't even save right yeah and they will talk about how, you know, incomes are low, they're stagnant. And I agree with that somewhat. But at the same time, I know we human beings, we're creatures of habits. Yeah. You need a certain amount of money and you can't even save. I won't yeah. be surprised that even if you get a raise, you will find some kind of excuse or something new to spend on. So honestly, even if it's $10 you can save every month, yeah. just start with that. Because money that way you're building... The discipline, you know, you're building that habit. That's so true. whenever you more, you can save more. And the other school of thought is basically the opposite. Like I just described that regardless of whatever income you earn, you should be able to put something into savings. I'm more balanced because I understand that the more income you have, it puts you in a better position to save. By the same time, it is a force of habit. It's a behavior you want to pick up regardless of how much you're earning. Now, relating that back 
to the economic circumstances. I think right now is not the time to go crazy with discretionary spending. I was reading like an article that was just comparing how much incomes have gone up in the last 30 years to how much the prices of homes have gone up. Mm -hmm. And it's ridiculous. I think we homed in the past like 34 years, he had gone up over 100%. Wow. With salaries, he has not even gone up more than 30% for most people yet. And that is just ridiculous to see that discrepancy. So a lot of people are are looking struggling. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I'm worried for a lot of millennials and Gen Zs and like the newer generations because they're coming to an environment that's like high inflation, yeah, not going as high as the price of goods and services. Definitely. And people are getting laid off. So this is a very interesting time, in my opinion. I think this is time to cut cut back on discretionary spending and spend more time trying to pick up more income producing skills, even apart from the nine to five, if you're working something like that. Definitely. I think as we're rounding up this episode, I think it's very important that no matter the economic climate, cultivating a healthy saving habit is key to securing your financial future. While while it is true that no one has ever saved their way to be millionaires because uh, it's not possible, but I think that you cannot even have the conversation of investing if you do not even have extra funds tucked away somewhere, because even if the opportunity is there, you can't utilize it because you have no money at all to invest. (laughs) So I definitely agree with uh, the thought process of it doesn't matter where you're at in life, just starting a little bit, even if it's $10, it's $5. I know like um, some gurus will be like, oh, millennials and Gen Zs and Gen X and all the Gen Zs like buying expensive coffees or whatever. While that would not make you have enough to buy a home, but I do think it's a starting point. You know, maybe if you buy coffee, you know, five days a week, maybe change that to three days a week. And the extra you put that money aside every week, it definitely compounds and grows. I I think apps like Acorn are very helpful, at least for me, always puts money aside every month. And before you know it, we just have... Four hundred dollars within a week by saving fifty dollars a week. It it seems impossible until you see that compounding going on. But yeah, that's all we have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it empowers you to feel more confident in building your savings account. Thank you. Mm-hmm.